0: So you go out to dinner one night with a bunch of friends, and as you're sitting at the dinner table, you're looking around the room and seeing a lot of other young people your age with their friends, but none of them are actually talking to one another. They're just all on their cell phones. And so you think to yourself, well, that's kind of odd. What's what's the point of going out with your friends, you know, if you're not going to talk to each other? And so you go home, and when you get back home, you turn on some youtube music channel and uh before the song starts the creator of the channel says make sure to give me a like and a subscribe and you ask yourself are these people addicted to social media and if so what is the science behind that well let's talk about that welcome to the science behind that with atticus hamilton hello everybody and welcome on back to the science behind that. I am your host, Atticus Hamilton, and today, as you heard from the intro, we're going to be talking about social media addiction. I know, barely 30 seconds, barely a minute in, and I already had to take a sip of coffee. I just love my coffee, too much and you should too so make sure to go grab yourself a nice hot cup of coffee add a little bit of maple syrup to it and we are going to get started with today's episode of the science behind that so i think the first part of this that we have to understand is that there's two different types of social media addiction there's a a, an addiction to like wanting people to like your content, you know, so if you're posting something on on social media and you're obsessive over seeing how many people like it, you know, uh, people have to like it, I need more followers, I need to do this or that to, to get more people watching me or looking at me or etc. that is one type of social media addiction. And then the other type is being addicted to not necessarily Posting stuff, but to seeing and looking at stuff posted by other people, and that I think is the—it's the more prevalent one in sort of general society. Um, you know, of, of course, people who make a living on social media platforms, I would say they probably have more of of the first one. But in all honesty, as as you'll find out later in this episode. We all kind of have an addiction to the first scenario that I explained to you. So, and I know there are some of you out, out there right now saying, I don't need accolades from people. I, you know, just wait and see, hear about, about uh where I'm going with this. Okay, so we're gonna first start by explaining uh an addiction to, you know, wanting likes and follows, etc. But first, if you haven't heard my episode on gambling addiction, definitely go back and listen to that because that one explains the addiction pathways within the brain a little more in depth than I'm going to explain here just because it's not really applicable uh, or we don't need to go into depth to understand this concept. Um, But the first thing that we need to understand is that Anytime you do something, basically, your brain produces dopamine. Now, everyone knows dopamine as like the feel-good chemical. Um, But what people don't realize is that motor movements, you know, when you're moving your arms or when you're lifting weights, your brain is actually secreting dopamine because dopamine uh, regulates uh, movement. It It makes movement more fluid. So people with Parkinson's disease, the reason why they're shaking all the time is primarily because there's a dopamine imbalance issue in their brain in the parietal lobe. And the dopamine is not being sufficiently produced within the parietal lobe to make those movements fluid. Um, And that is a big issue with Parkinson's. But dopamine as we all know, has another role, and that is the role as a feel-good chemical. So as so, knowing this then, as many of you, many of my younger viewers know, I know that my uh, primary age range for people who listen to my podcast is between 18 and 26. So uh, I'm sure most of you know how social media works. And when you think about it, everything sort of works in the same capacity, right? Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of those, apparently TikTok, I don't know, I don't have that app, so I can't really speak to that. But all of those apps function to a similar capacity in that there's a like option, there's a comment option, there's a share option, and then I guess you can follow profiles that you like. I'm assuming you can do all those things on, on TikTok. I know that's the newest, the newest one, but, uh, because of the security issues with that app, I will not have that app on my phone. And, um, anyway, so all of these apps function where you can do a a quick action to like some sort of content, you know, uh, Instagram, I think you double tap on the image to like it, Twitter, you click the like button, and you can, like, repost stuff on Twitter. Facebook, I don't really know how it works, but I assume you click a button, you know, for a like, just like pretty much every other app. And then, of course, you can follow people. And so, I know right now you're probably like, where are you going with this, man? Where I'm going with this is saying that, um, this releases dopamine. So, when you like something on these applications, generally speaking, it's because you agree with it or it's something that you like, right? And when you like something, you release dopamine. So now that we understand that, how does that translate then to addiction of wanting likes? The simple answer is because we are evolutionarily designed to be addicted to that. Humans are social creatures, right? And we have evolved to require human-to-human contact in one way or another. Um, Anyone, regardless of who they are, I don't care if you say you're an introvert or an extrovert, you will require human contact in some capacity. And... Anytime you meet with somebody that you like, right? In the case of a best friend, when you see your best friend after a long time, you feel good, right? It's because your brain is rele- releasing dopamine and serotonin in massive quantities. The serotonin is coming from the uh, medial region of the brainstem or the RAFE nuclei um, which again are in the middle of the brainstem, and the dopamine is coming through from a variety of different tissues in the brain, and these compounds are being secreted, and they're binding to receptors in the frontal cortex and in the basal nuclei, and which is in the middle of the brain, the midbrain, and um, that is stimulating the feel good response. You know, you feel good when you see your friend after a long period of time. And that's because, again, humans are social creatures. But when you're talking about social media, it elicits almost the exact same response as does meeting a friend that you haven't seen in a while. But the problem with social media in terms of developing an addiction is that it's so fast. You know what I mean? Because people who um have a social media addiction report that you know when they see a new follower a new like or a new x number of likes or followers they feel really good and that is their brain sending dopamine and serotonin um which is then binding to their associated receptors including the basal nuclei and the reason why I keep emphasizing the basal nuclei is because the basal nuclei are involved in two very important well three very important things emotional response you know happy sad glad etc um doesn't control angry angry is in the adrenal gland but anyway um and then it controls the addiction pathway this is a first stop in the addiction pathway of the brain and number 3 is the reward pathway so when you have dopamine that's binding to that basal nuclei that results in even more dopamine and then a motivational response to be like hey keep doing that thing that you were doing because that produced dopamine or that resulted in the secretion of dopamine and so this, I I hope you can understand then how this can become an addictive behavior, because the more likes you get, the more dopamine is produced, and, you know, it it just, it's a never-ending cycle, so you want more dopamine, and the way to get more dopamine is to get more likes, so then you see people that are all of a sudden tailoring like their Instagram profile to the things that got the most likes. They're like, oh, well, I need to post a picture of my salad today from this angle and this lighting so I get the most likes. Now, that is one explanation for it. There are two other possible explanations for for, for that. The other one, number two, is that you know people just like posting things. You know, if you like recording videos on YouTube and uploading them, you're going to do that regardless. However, eventually, that can translate into sort of addictive behavior where you're no longer producing videos because you want to. You're producing videos or photos or whatever because your audience wants those things. That's number two. And number three is that There are people, of course, who develop, um, I guess, social media addictions in the quest to become famous. You know, there are a lot of people these days who make their entire career off of YouTube or Instagram and, uh, you know, representing products or whatever from advertising. And so because of that, you have an entire, you have a large percentage of young kids who see this and like, Oh, I want to do that for a living. And so they produce these things that they want, or they, they produce videos or photos sometimes because they want to, but other times because they want to become famous. And the thought of becoming famous and having money in turn also produces dopamine. So hopefully you, you guys get a good picture of the three ways that that type of social media addiction can occur. And it it is a hard thing to break. It really is. That's why I guess the the notion of social media cleanses is becoming such a popular thing because I guess more people are addicted to it. But of course, it is important to also know that not everybody is going to become addicted to social media. Um, You know, I I post my podcast here not because I want, you know, to become famous or I want money from it or because I'm addicted to seeing likes and follows. The whole reason why I started my podcast, which is a public platform, is because I saw a massive um, issue with how science is being taught, at least in the United States, And, you know, there are all these things that we deal with in everyday life that nobody explains the actual phenomenon going on behind it. And so I started this because I wanted to teach people, but it could very much become an addiction. You know, I like seeing more of you guys listening to this podcast. I like that because, you know, I like to see that I'm teaching people more people about things. But if I had an addictive personality, it could easily become, oh, well, I need more likes, I need more follows, because A, we are ingrained from an evolutionary perspective as social creatures, and B, it produces dopamine, or it results in the production of dopamine. Okay, I know that was like 14 minutes or so of um, a lot of explanation. Now we're going to go into the other type of... um, social media addiction, which is where you're not necessarily addicted to posting things. You're addicted to looking at things on social media. Um, and this one is, I think a little more interesting. So everybody has had that friend, you you know, I'm talking about that friend who's on their phone, like every 20 minutes and you're just like looking at your th- this friend, and you're like, "What are you doing?" You know, what could be so <sighs> captivating, I guess, that you're on your phone every single twenty minutes? You're you're looking at something. So, what is it? Well, the I'm sure some of you have heard of window shopping. Maybe some of you have even done window shopping. And I know, of course, there are some of you out there who're like Atticus. I don't do window shopping, my girlfriend does, but I don't." And to those people I say, well, you sportsmen out there, I'm sure you've like looked in a catalog or on your phone at like, uh, you know, a bow you really wanted or an ATV you really wanted and you keep looking at it and every time you look at it you're like, man, I really like this, I really want this. What's going on there is your brain is producing dopamine every time you look at that thing that you want, right? Every single time you look at that thing that you want, your brain is producing dopamine. And in some instances, it even produces serotonin or oxytocin. So how does that translate to being addicted to looking at social media? Pretty easily, honestly. You remember how towards the beginning of the episode today, we said that um, uh, the act of like liking an image can produce dopamine? And why do we say that is? We said that is the case because if you like an image or a video on some sort of social media platform, you like what you're looking at and most of the time, right? I would never really like an image that I'm like, man, I really hate what this person posted. I would never like it unless I was trying to raise an aware- awareness about an issue. Um, but for the vast majority of the situation... I like things that I like and that results in a dopamine secretion. And so in the same sense that somebody can keep returning to this one store and window shopping or somebody can keep returning to this one website and looking at a con- uh, on the at content on a website, a person can do the same thing for social media and it quickly becomes addictive. And the reason why is because you're constantly feeding your brain dopamine. So the algorithms behind Instagram and Facebook and TikTok, I guess, and all of those apps are pretty smart when it when when it comes to people who use these apps. I don't really use Instagram, so it has no idea what I like. It always shows me random things. But for somebody who does like repeatedly use these platforms. The, in, the algorithm becomes very good at learning things about you, learning what you like, learning what you don't like, until it only shows you things that you like. And so then it's, you know, you like this image after this one, after this one, after this one, and you like all of these things, and so what's happening? You're constantly feeding your brain dopamine, and this is how it can become addictive, because when you stop... Looking at these things, you know, when you stop using your app, your brain is no longer getting a dopamine rush of like every ten seconds. That's how it can become addictive. Because the second you stop looking at these apps or or social media, your brain is going into a dopamine deficit, or at least compared to n- previous levels. And so it's like, I want more, I need more of that dopamine. And so you pull out your phone and look at it again and look at social media again. That is the science behind that side of social media addiction. And that tends to be a lot harder to break as an addiction than the former one we talked about. And that tends to be a lot harder to break because that is near, a near constant dopamine rush that you're giving your brain And it's very hard to go cold turkey on that. So, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of The Science Behind That. And I really hope you guys feel like you learned something here. Um, You know, I, I would like to reiterate one more thing Um. Before I end this episode, which is I got an email the other day from a viewer who said, Hey Atticus, I really like your podcast. Um, but I'm afraid that you know you're gonna start running ads on your podcast or whatnot. Um, I can positively assure you that I do not run ads on my podcast. If you like what I do and you want to donate, you can. There's a link down below. No one is obligated to. Um, But I thought that adding my little spiel here was was a good idea after I talk about an episode of Social Media Addiction. But I will never run episodes on my, or ads on my podcast, mainly because I can't run ads on my podcast. I'm not eligible to because I try and keep my episodes under 23 minutes. And so yes, ladies and gentlemen, I bet you didn't know that your episodes have to be 23 minutes long to be monetizable, which is goofy, but whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Have a fantastic weekend and I will see you guys all on Monday right back here bright and early. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, remember, stand up and question everything.